Hello and welcome back to DTO Playbook Podcast. Um, this is Shane Haas, I'm your host, and this is a podcast for DTOs to help go through some of the ins and outs and ups and downs of being a director of therapy and inpatient rehab. This topic, uh, today's topic is going to be census, and census is basically your plan for what's going to happen um, tomorrow. So we get the census ready to go by three o'clock today uh, so that way therapists can make their schedules for tomorrow so you can probably already deduce that on the census we're going to have a it's basically an assignment sheet if you will so we'll have the patients listed on there so there'll be room numbers patients their diagnosis and then there'll be the corresponding physical occupational the speech therapists that are going to treat those patients uh, tomorrow we also have a column for levels for each patient, so it'll be low, medium, or high. And that level column is really important for scheduling purposes when you start to think through concurrence or groups. So that way we can get appropriate patients seen uh, by the best folks. So if a patient's lower level, we want to keep them with a therapist one-on-one uh, -on -one the best we can. Um, techs generally don't have the skill set needed to take good care of a lower level patient. That's not a, a, an absolute, but more in general, um, that's certainly true. Those lower level patients need the, the uh, skilled, intensive uh, teaching, training, coaching that a therapist can provide. Um, it also helps for weekend planning, um, knowing the, the level of patients when you start to put that weekend schedule together will avoid you uh, accidentally putting two low level patients at the same time for a therapist. Nothing is a bigger bummer for a therapist to come in on the weekend they don't really know the patients that well to begin with and then they get stuck with two hard patients at the same time um, so both them uh, and the tech are set up to not have such a great time keeping track of levels keeps that from happening it helps us to make sure we're putting the right patients at the right time so people have a good experience coming in here to work and the patients will have a good experience coming in here to get better other information on census, we'll keep up with who's covering diners, both in the morning and at lunch for the week. And then we keep up with, as we assign patients, we're keeping up with, with the minute totals. So in inpatient rehab, as you know, uh, we need patients need to be seen uh, on, in general on their long days for 180 minutes. So that would be 90 minutes for PT and 90 minutes for OT. But if speech therapy is on the case, then that gets split three ways. So it would be 60 minutes for, for each discipline. So instead of keeping up just solely with patients, because it's tough to really know if we're just talking patients, whether or not they have speech therapy, uh, we talk minutes. So we know um, how many minutes each therapist is going to be treating for that day. And we try to keep our therapist between 420 and 450 minutes, unless they're in charge of a group if they're in charge of group then they'd have 510 minutes for that day so that would be three patients in the group 60 minutes each and then for the rest of the day they would be seeing one-on-one -on -one care um, for the remainder of the day so 60 minutes um, each patient in the group and then 60 minutes one-on-one -on -one for the rest of the day with their patients would give you 510 minutes on the census we can note uh, number of outpatients because we have outpatients here so if a therapist is helping an outpatient we'll keep track of how many outpatients are going to see so that factors into their minute totals 
We also have a list of who's on and who's off. So if one of our full-time folks are off for that day, they'll be listed in the off column. And then if, if we need, based on what census is, if we need, then we'll have a PRN therapist coming in and they'll be listed on census as well, in addition to the hours that they're going to cover when they come in to help. Uh, a couple other small parts, and that'll kind of wrap up census for you. Um, the other part is we have sections where if we're offloading, like our team leads, we have to give them time to do team lead duties, so each of them get 60 minutes. Um, if I'm planning a one-on-one with another therapist or a, a short meeting, 30 minutes, 60 minutes. If they're helping in neuro team, if they're helping to teach in orientation, or if they're going to go to ABI or stroke class, then we want to make sure we're factoring those minutes into their day so they don't start to make their schedule and not have everything fit. So we do have a section on census to help us factor in those minutes as well. So that's the census document, but there's a lot that goes into keeping your census current. And we split up our census responsibilities. Um, All three of us kind of, I got two team leads and myself. So the early morning team lead will take on certain responsibilities and then she'll hand it off to me and then I'll run with it for the day. And then I'll hand it off at 2 p.m. for my afternoon lead to finish the, the final touches on it and get it ready to post. So let's talk a little bit about each of those roles. To start the day off, um, when we go home at night, there's changes that happen, of course, in the hospital. So we go home thinking that we've got things locked in pretty good, uh, but then we come in the next morning and find out maybe a patient's gone um, acute care, so they got sick and had to go to the hospital overnight, and they're no longer in-house, but we, we got therapists that we were expecting to see them. Um, or maybe we're expecting to get three evals in and only two came in, so again, we have uh, extra staff that's assigned to a patient that's not even there. On occasion, it goes the opposite way. We end up with an extra patient that came in that they didn't know about at five o'clock the night before, and now they're coming in, and now we got to find staff to be able to treat and see them. So there's changes, uh, and other changes could be, you know, staff calling sick in the morning or that night, and now we have a whole caseload that we need to try to get coverage for. So long story short, there's changes that happen to make the schedule a little bit more demanding. Uh, meaning that you got more patients and you have time, or you got changes that happen to make the schedule less demanding. And that means you got uh, less patients and you got more time, uh, so you got extra capacity to burn, if you will. Either of these isn't exactly a, a great situation to be in. Um, on one side, it could be very stressful because you're trying to find help. Uh, on the other side, it's stressful because you know if I don't make any corrective measures, I'm going to end up with a very inefficient day that's going to factor into a a high HPPD score for that day. So as the 7 a.m. lead comes in, she's surveying the scene to see, hey, what happened overnight? And she's the first one to start to make some of those corrections on the census. So, for example, if, if a patient didn't come in, then she would delete that patient from the census so they're not going to be on there any longer. And then she would also work to redistribute that time amongst other therapists and level that load out um, equally so that way we're still running a pretty efficient operation. So in the morning in addition to the the right sizing and load leveling um, she will start to prepare the census already for the next day. So we got 
Today's census ready after those changes. She prints out copies and leaves them for the therapist to come in and have as a guide, either to finish making their schedules or to help run their days. So she'll usually print off about a dozen copies and leave them on the counter in the fishbowl. After she prints, then it's ready to start preparing for tomorrow. So she'll look at it and um, go through things like uh, the evals that are in, they're not going to be evals tomorrow. So we're going to change that designation away from being an eval. Um, if it's going to be a patient that's, that's discharging the next day, then she'll change the status to DC and then she'll delete the names for the staff assigned to that patient. Cause we don't typically treat on the day of discharge. Another status change could be, uh, discharge prep. So we, that's our signal that, Hey, they're going to leave the day after tomorrow. We need to get all of our discharge assessments done and our discharge forms done. We'll update the staff early in the morning uh, to make sure that just in a, a very general sense that we got close to the staff we expect we need to help cover the day for tomorrow. We won't really have a great idea on that until after nine o'clock ops where we have an idea of what they're expecting to come in the next day because staffing largely is dependent on how many evals or admissions will be coming in. So Updated the staff. Um, we'll update the outpatient coverage numbers. So we'll look at all the therapists and outpatient and see if they got a full caseload. If not, we'll know we got a couple of open slots that we can use them to help in inpatient uh, on the inpatient side of the house. So typically at that point, that's the the prep in the morning, um, eight eight o'clock. Then that will be handed off from our seven a.m. lead to myself as DTO. So I will look at it at uh, probably a little bit after ops once I get an idea of who's going to be coming in and then make a determination. Do I need to reach out and add staff if I'm, we're expecting a, a big increase in staffing or increase in patients then I might need to reach out to add staff. It might be the opposite way. Maybe we're census is dropping and I got to reach out and let people know, hey, we're not going to need you tomorrow. Um, in a real extreme case, we might have to reach out even to our full-time staff and say, hey, we got, we're just, we're, we shot the moon. We got to uh, call some folks off and we'll go through that route. Um, I think this is a, when, when you got ongoing communication, this is a good spot to keep it in the DTO's uh, domain because your leads, once they finish their, their responsibilities were at eight o'clock or in the afternoon, I mean, they're treating patients the rest of the day. So we try to minimize interruptions for them in patient care. So they're not well positioned is what I'm trying to say. They're not well positioned to reach out to staff all day long to try to find coverage. Um, they're not well positioned to follow up with staff on, on other things. Um, they are better positioned to do more discrete tasks where they don't have just ongoing communication through the rest of the day that takes their mind off of treating their patient. So. One of the things I look at right off the bat is, do I have enough staff? Do I need to make any changes in staffing? Um, and from there, I'll kind of monitor evals as they come in. As they come in, I'll, and they'll usually get emailed out by admissions. I'll add them on to census as they're emailed out from admissions. And once a patient leaves the hospital that day, when they physically leave, then we'll erase them from census and we'll X them off on the tier spreadsheet or the tier work worksheet, um, which is in the same file. And we'll, we'll update and change the notes. So there's a column for notes on the census. And sometimes those notes are only relevant for 
for that day, like for example, an appointment, only relevant that day, so we would erase that so it's not confusing for the next day staff. At that point, we're, we're pretty good. Um, so as two o'clock rolls around, then I'll hand that back, or I'll hand it to my other team lead in the afternoon. And then she's gonna look at it and she's gonna update the appointments for tomorrow. Um, she's gonna account for any, any daily, uh, we call it daily duties or changes in the day. Um, so in our hospital, uh, Mondays and Tuesdays are heavy team conference note days, but then we have team conference itself on Wednesdays. So we wanna make certain accommodations for the different days where we have different activities. Thursdays, ABI class, Friday, stroke class. Um, once a month, we have orientation on Mondays and Tuesdays. We also have neuro team once a month. So based on what activity is coming up and who's partaking in that activity, we'd have to make some offloading considerations for those folks. So at that two to four o'clock time slot, this uh, Lindsay, our team lead, is still monitoring evals as they come in. And when they come in, she'll mark them down on census and redistribute, redistribute that time amongst the staff. Um, finally, if there's a group, then um, Lindsay will make note on census about that group and also get it ready to put on the, the daily schedule. So after, after three o'clock, really that daily schedule opens up for the staff to start making their days for tomorrow. So that time period between two and three is when the team lead or Lindsay has that schedule to herself and she has first crack at making the, uh, getting patients on there um, easier because the schedule is blank at that point. So when we get to the daily schedule part, that'll make sense. The only reason I mention it now is because it kind of goes lockstep with census. So census and daily scheduling, do go hand in hand. Um, once three o'clock hits, Lindsay will print out about a half a dozen copies of the census and leave them in the fishbowl for therapists to make make um, their schedules off of. We don't print as many on that first run because really this is our first draft of the daily or the first draft of what's going to happen tomorrow, and therapists already know that, so they're going to take a copy, make their schedule, and then put that copy back. Um, the one that's more um, solidified is going to be the one in the morning when they come in and they'll usually grab one of those and keep it with them so that's uh that's how you run your census that's what census is um, there's a lot of probably uh tips and and things that we could cover in terms of if you got some things happening to your census that makes it a little bit um harder to manage meaning you got more patients and you feel like you got staff to cover or the opposite is you got too few of patients and you got too much staff. So there's different adjustments you can make that way. Um, we'll cover that in a future episode when we talk about variation and how to make uh, changes to accommodate for that variation. So, but that's your census. Um, now you got census down pat. Uh, it's an Excel file that we use to run that. Uh, if you have any questions, please reach out. Um, hopefully this episode helps you to get your arms around census a little bit more. Um, thanks for listening in and I look forward to covering different things with you on future episodes of DTO Playbook Podcast. Thank you.